0: on the north side of chicago it's the coolest bar in town and if you go up there you better just be you're gonna find a bunch of clowns it's a mad mad crazy bar the whole damn place is just so bizarre full of all the vice and sin and where do we even be Your
1: Hi everybody. This is Pub Crawlers with the quite geriatric genius for. Yeah, I'd like
0: know. to see you go up and play 18 holes of golf, walking in 95 degrees. It's,
1: we're, we're not even 15 so, seconds into the show. Don't yeah. get defensive.
0: Oh, well, you say though, what did you? You quit picking your nose. It's very <laughs> unbecoming. <laughs> what, what, what? What about my age? You were making some ageist remark.
1: Yeah, that's what we do around here. Okay. Um, so, thank you for tuning in to another edition. Yeah, we're of- sorry
0: we missed last week, but Jordan had an emergency. And then you had an emergency, too. No,
1: he had to, uh, his his uh, girlfriend was out of town. He was on dog duty. And then well, I also had emergency. things
0: going on. That's an emergency.
1: You know, schedules are just sometimes difficult to juggle with all of these people. How come involved. I'm always
0: a- How come I'm always able to juggle? Because you ain't do shit. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Other than create, write three fucking books, yeah, and
1: But see, here's the paint, thing.
0: Paint, paint well over I, two thousand know paintings. All right,
1: let's let's just let's 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 be nice to each other, and I'll say I admire all of the work that you do.
0: Oh, but you say I don't do any work.
1: You do, you do a lot of work. But here's the difference: you have no one to answer to but yourself.
0: Oh. Bullshit, I don't have people to answer, to.
1: So is Ruth going to give you a hard time about going to play uh, uh, around a golf and painting and doing this XYZ? Like, you have nowhere to be for any—you don't no, have to be accountable. I'll give her
0: credit for that, no. But believe me, I've had plenty of broads okay. in my life that do give All right,
1: but broads. not like—Jordan has to get up and go to work so he can actually get paid and make a living. I actually have to be places to get paid— to make a living. You don't have those responsibilities. I have
0: to I have to constantly create 24/7. My brain has to be going full fucking speed coming up with one miraculous I mean, unbelievable idea after another.
1: You are a true martyr, but my point is that you don't have to physically be anywhere that is a requirement. That's a big difference. So when Jordan has to go to work, and then he okay. has to go home to take care of the dog, or when okay. I've got an okay. a XYZ job, an XYZ job, all back-to-back, back, that's the difference. I'm just saying, acknowledge it. No. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, you guys missed us last week, but you know what? I actually think that's okay. It's you know, Absence makes the heart grow fonder, and I hope everybody out there is See, excited I, I, I that think we're back.
0: I think that's your Latina heritage that eh, so you know manana manana is good enough for me
1: no that's not it at all because i <laughs> actually bust my ass to do things right now but my point is is that you and i every week chit chat about stuff it's okay to take a break well, every now and i
0: would then. have thought that you'd be a little more active in getting guests
1: that's your. your you have to do that too That's another thing I have to do. But
0: here's the problem. I'm not ever sure when to tell them.
1: That's when you say, okay, here's what you're going to do from now on. If there's someone that you want to be a guest and they agree to it, they have to agree to it first. You put them in touch with me and then I'll let them know about the schedule for the week. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Why are you staring at me like that?
0: Sleazy, sleazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I knew that was coming. I saw the damn wheels spinning in the head of, of yours. Um, okay, speaking of things about this podcast, um, about you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, uh, wheels in motion to make this thing happen, right? We've got different schedules to manage. We have equipment, and we've got guests to maybe get on here. We've got things to talk about. Figuring out what that are, that is. And so recently, someone made a suggestion to us that we should have a Facebook page for our podcast because I guess people are still into Facebook and do that shit. A regular, Michael. Um, and he suggested it to me, and I said to him, that's a great idea, but if we do it, guess who's going to have to do it and be in charge of it? Me. And it ain't going to happen because I don't have that kind of time. And he kindly wrote back and says, well, if you allow me the honor... I will do it. Please check with Jordan and Bruce to make sure they're okay with it. And I wrote back and said, I think they'd be okay with it. Green light. Move along. Do it. So, everybody, we now have an As the Ale House Turns podcast Facebook page. Find it on on the book and uh, like it. And what you can do is... Um, Michael is going to post photos Or links to stories That relate to what we're talking about Or um, of course He's going to have the uh, podcast uh, Directly feed to The Facebook page So you know when the new one is up Um, You can also submit questions Via the Facebook page You can submit comments Feel free to uh, Express your dislike of something Bruce did Anything uh,
0: but well, let's just try well, to keep when, it civil. When it, no, you don't have to keep it civil. Bullshit. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on, motherfuckers. Now, um, as far as couldn't we put a little thing on SoundCloud that says we have a Facebook page? Yeah,
1: I'll put it in the notes. I actually need to organize a lot of the SoundCloud because I realize yeah, because that. guys
0: right because you were putting names up there for a while and now you don't. You know, I mean, boy, it's really kind of it's sad watching, watching you deteriorate right in front of my eyes. <laughs>
1: Well, I will say it's not sad because the reason I've been less attentive to you and these oh, projects. is that how you...
0: Pre- that's, a, that's kind of putting it mildly. I have
1: been incredibly busy, but in a different way. Like, the projects have been reaching a fever pitch, and it's, it's very difficult for me to um, manage everything right now, and I'm doing my best. But I'm also trying to have a lot of self-care... And make sure I stick to my workouts and to other things that make me mentally content. So that means going to concerts. So
0: you're just really, it's just really self-indulgent bullshit. That's what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about.
1: Yeah, it's very self-indulgent. We all need some self-indulgence from time yeah. to time. Yeah, I'm
0: going to try it sometime. I think it sounds oh, like... Oh, you good. poor neglected.
1: <laughs> you just push the right button over there. Um, so you know we haven't chatted in a couple of weeks, so there's a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, we're talking about your neglect of uh, <laughs> taking care of biz, especially me. There's okay. all kinds of stuff and and so I got Poor you genius. Look, I got you a cute little present, a real spiffy little little uh, on the smaller side red pull golf cart for your spiffy little red golf bag, especially accustomed to your diminutive size. <laughs> and of course, and maybe within the next five years, you'll actually try try some of your equipment. I want to get that stuff over to your house. Maybe just looking at it would get you inspired.
1: I tried to uh, go golfing with you last week, and you oh, no. denied me. What no,
0: no. Let's tell what really happened. We had a date Was it going to be I think a Thursday Or something like that it Was all set to go And guess who called up And said I can't do That's it That's true And I or, and, You said you were Going to go away I To got, Michigan And I was going to Go out to see uh, Andy and Mary In um, Okay
1: First Richmond. of all I think we talked About this yesterday you're full of shit. You would not have canceled your trip to see oh, them based on did, my my I, wanting to golf I, with you.
0: And I had to apologize to Andy.
1: No, there's probably something wrong with you. No. <laughs> well, what's not wrong with you, first of all. But my point is, is that when I he said... He was
0: having remorse. He, he was feeling like he's neglected you.
1: Okay, so this Thursday, we on? How... <laughs>
0: What do you mean, just arbitrarily pull that out of your ass Thursday?
1: Well, I was just at a meeting where I was having to review my my calendar, and I have one early morning meeting, and that's it.
0: Well, yes, I will will move heaven and earth to to be available for you. I mean, I'm sure there will be all kinds of amazing things I could be doing rather than that, but no.
1: You golf every fucking day anyway.
0: Yeah, but I don't go give lessons every day. People would love it. I mean, you should see how people drool over me at the driving range. You gave
1: a lesson to baby curry.
0: People have. Yes, I did as a favor to the curry, to the hawking. People
1: are drooling for you to give them lessons? No, they
0: drool over my swing. They just sit there and have mini (laughs) orgasms. (laughs) It's quite something.
1: I don't want to picture that at all. Um, All right, so aside from my morning meeting, I'm, I'm, I'm... Game, for the game.
0: Well, right as of right now.
1: No, I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, I, you told me that last just, uh, well, two weeks ago.
1: Yeah, but then you said I'm going to Michigan, and I said just no, go, just go, and no, I made alternative plans. No, I, I, All
0: right, I we're dropped on. my plans. We're I on, we're
1: plans. on. But see, now you're going to need to tell me exactly what time I show up where because your nap schedule is so complicated.
0: Well, first I have to know what your... What your <laughs> What, what time you're shooting for Well
1: that's what I'm telling you You have to tell me What time would that be
0: Oh one o'clock
1: Oh that's perfect I'll ride my bike down Meet you at the, at the driving range The end
0: Okay That's doable. You want to meet Yeah Meet me at the driving range Yeah Yeah but I'm sure that I, I know, Knowing you as I do There or, will be many revisions Or
1: I can I can bike to your house And then we can just drive over
0: Yes, we can do that. Okay. I can show you all your neat new stuff.
1: Another another easy peasy lemon squeezy sleazy and then sleazy we situation. We can
0: set aside where you can sit with my, my um, <laughs> and you can get my original. Okay, and por- now you can do all of this
1: work for me. You
0: get my original porn site back on because I cannot stand the porn site that you got you replaced it with. I did not do I anything. I loved it. There are no gangbangs on the new porn site. <laughs> Gross. None.
1: You don't need any other I hand.
0: need plenty.
1: You don't need any of that
0: I, d- I have to Your it's, dirty
1: mind Does not need to get All the dirtier It
0: needs It needs stimulation
1: Well Oh you Yeah just, but
0: she's Only one girl
1: Ruth Feel free to speak Your mind Because she looks like She's no, about she, to she, Punch she, your ass
0: She can barely Handle the action She's getting. <laughs> oh.
1: She's just one girl Really Really Casanova
0: Yeah Right <laughs> really, I want my old uh, porn site. Gracie found it for me, and it was really a good one.
1: I, uh, well, whatever. We'll discuss that later. And I,
0: I think I need some other stuff. I, I forget what. And you, you, and also, now. Kelly Rademacher wants to. I told her she she wants to do some guest blogging. Well, we have two Tuesdays and Thursdays available, and um, so I'd give her a shot shot at it, um, and she's got some interesting stories about Arthur, but she was a little hot. Well, who
1: is she? She's, a,
0: she well, she's not a kid anymore, but when she showed up here, she was going to Columbia College.
1: What what time of per-
0: period? Well, Arthur was still alive, and the minute she walked in the bar, I knew Arthur would be all over it, so he would take her all over, all the... Um, what the hell I forget what that Outfit piano bar is The red right no. headed
1: piano bar No no
0: That's not enough. That
1: place but is The pits
0: No it's it's a Really good place For chops The chop house Maybe oh, that's what it's called mm-hmm. Yeah So he'd loved to Take her down there And all over the place As an arm decoration But she, she's very nice And um, So um, She now wants To get back into writing so I suggest she sent me some really long thing. I was, I was like, no fucking way we can put that. It's made Ukraine Mike look <laughs> brief. And uh, who, who, by the way, is in here tonight with a, He left a, already. Oh, he had for another. Pro- no, this one's. Uh, oh, he was my, here on a date. Well, he yeah. had, and then he had, Oh, I
1: just went up to him and said, "Hey, how was your time with baby mama?"
0: <laughs> oh, oopsie daisies. Was a well, he had oopsie daisies. The other night he had another uh, chick. From, uh, I mean, he there.
1: is a Casanova uh,
0: He's a He dreams of being a Casanova but, uh, I
1: mean, he definitely has his fair share of dates That's for sure
0: Um, okay
1: Anyway, so, uh you are saying
0: What was I saying? You interrupted me about
1: <laughs> Stories about Kelly
0: Oh, so anyway, she so has some old Alehouse stories now. So, uh, like da- from the 80s? Dave no, this would be 90s? from uh, well, Arthur was 70s? still alive Probably in the 90s Okay We'll see, Arthur's been dead for About 15 years Yeah, from about 20 years ago and anyway, um, but you can't seem to download the goddamn thing. But now, and th- what I was going to say is, that there's a. There, oh, it was
1: long. You said it was really long, which is why you compared it. To well, that yeah. Mind.
0: But so then I said, write some stuff about Arthur and, and you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. short stuff. And um, what was that noise? Well, I have no idea. Well, it didn't disturb Hawk, I did <laughs> Um so, anyway, I don't this, think he heard it. This guy, Dave Bornak, who has been reading my blog for years, is pissed off because I'm not writing enough stuff about the illness. Well,
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that comment. I
0: would like to point out to people. Used to be, I used to come in every morning, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, to get the bar organized. Now, there was a little collection of people. John Fox would knock at the door with the shakes. Uh, Fancy Pants would show up to do his cleaning duties. Street Jimmy would be available if needed. Um, We had Rube. uh, There was plenty to uh, write about every day. Plenty of action because I was here every day. I'm not here every morning anymore. I'm only here in the evenings. and, um, uh, And I could write about what's going on here in the evenings, but... I think that I have an obligation to history to write about Pissy Face and the Nightmare in Washington, D.C.
1: All right, but I will say to whomever that person's name is, I don't remember. It's defense. Um, he's not the first person to complain oh, about no. your political writing.
0: No, I understand that.
1: People want to know about this joint. Yeah. Which, you know, fair. And I understand if they do not they are not in town, but also... You got to make the effort to come here too. I think. I do. Visit.
0: Oh, they do. Yeah. Well, there was an interview on WGN last night. Um, Justin. Yeah, Kaufman. we don't want. We don't want to plug that. No. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but, no, but but I mean there's, there's well, we were. Stuff bl- out I was. There. I was dynamite. I'm it, sure I, you were. I did a half hour in a show. I'm sure you I, were. The old um, what the hell name Leonard, uh, the professor at Murray College, Extension 720. And um, Justin has... The, he used to be at W-E-B-Z. WBEZ. Yeah, at The education. And now he's got that show. And... Um, I
1: mean, there's no a but he was, doing a, bit, he
0: was d- doing a bit on the history of Old Town. There's no denying
1: well, that you know the history of Old Town. Anyone who wants to do the history of Old Town should talk to you.
0: Well, I, I, yeah, but there would have been, I mean... But I, that's
1: the point of the Rick person's H- comment.
0: Rick Hogan grew up here. You grew up here. I mean, there was plenty of people. But, I mean, yes, I do grow... I can't think of anybody that goes back to 61, vividly, anyway. So I uh, guess yeah. so. I w- but I was... But normally, I was on fire, once again. I mean, that, I can't believe that oh, st- you, I don't can't believe I don't have my own radio show. You do. It's called the podcast. Yeah, but I know it. But I mean, I can't believe that you know the, I don't have. You got, a,
1: if you stop pissing people off, maybe a station would pick us up.
0: Oh yeah, good luck.
1: See, yeah, because of you. Yeah. I blame you.
0: Well, you do, I, and I take full credit. Yeah, we're totally. Uh, I'm sure we are toxic. I'm sure thanks we could, to
1: me. I'm sure we could be on uh, some somewhere.
0: Uh, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> Pedophile website. All uh, right.
1: no, no one's a pedophile, for fuck's sake.
0: No, but they they, they have higher standards. I mean, lo- <laughs> lower, lower standards. standards. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um. Yeah. So my point is that, of course, people want to hear you talk about the history of Old Town, or the people who come into this bar, or the goofy shit that happens. That's it's all entertaining. When you start talking well, about right. your political views and your opinions on this stupid shit, pissy face is done. It, People it's a little tiresome. I, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I get well, it.
0: Well I mean you would have thrived in Nazi Germany before they fried you. Um Yeah. Me? I don't want to hear about all this negative. You, they think you a gay, were a gypsy brown Yeah. They think, female you, were a, Mexican? They think you were a fucking gypsy. Shit. You look like a fucking gypsy. Shit. You probably are. Garabe doesn't sound it's Mexican Basque. to me. Yeah. Basque gypsy. There was a lot of gypsies in, in, in the Basque regions of Spain. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If I was a Nazi SS guy, I would say she looks like a fucking gypsy. Grab her.
1: What, what's the point of this?
0: The point is, you would thrive in that environment until they threw you in an oven.
1: Well, would it take like because twenty minutes? Because you're just
0: minutes. like you're like I, be, oh oh be, Hitler Hitler I'd he's so cooked. boring.
1: I'd be cooked before you know knew it.
0: Hitler's so boring. I don't I can I don't want to pay attention to all that crap.
1: Well, that's the majority of people when you write about the politics. That's how they
0: feel. You know, hey, majority of the people, go fuck yourself.
1: All right, well, that's a nice segue into the fact that we should talk about some old town things. Uh, over the weekend, um, we went to a gathering of regulars, people who have come into the Ale House a few times here and there, and then a bunch, it was really our Scotland trip reunion, so a bunch of us went to Scotland in 2015 as part of some of my work, and um, did a little drinking history and culture through Scotland. And the group became very tight, and uh, we well, gathered. We every excluded
0: now and then. some people from the group.
1: Well, sure. But the majority of the people got along. Your ice is so watery, and you're at, pouring the water, and at, the ice is so watery. Why don't you, beer, why you mind, your own
0: bi- mind, your, mind your own business <laughs> with dirty water, off color, or whatever that beer you're drinking is called? <laughs>
1: Anyway, so we had a nice um, little gathering, and uh, it was good. It's a nice reunion. Well, it's always
0: nice to see. um, It was kind of an odd arrangement, though. It was a lovely day. Beautiful. And we were at the Inventor and um, the Defense Attorney's house over on Mohawk, and it's um, kind of an offbeat place that Inventor did a lot of improv, improv- improvising. He, improvising he said that uh, that was his actually family home Oh, and then really? he bought he bought three houses right alongside it
1: when you could buy
0: them for nothing
1: we we might have told the story but it's such a great story that it might be worth telling again do you remember the story about the paper bag he found
0: yeah he found a lot of dough
1: well come on tell the story in a better well, I, way i
0: forget i mean he, he in one of the okay, houses so he bought so here's yeah so
1: here's my my Understanding of it. Back in the day, Old Town was a dump.
0: Well, no, there was Aries. Yeah, he and, was on the kind of, he's and on the fringe. Back in the day, he's on the fringe.
1: A bunch of houses on Mohawk, you know, Victorian era, sort of like A-frame no, houses. No, these were shacks. Yeah, we're all around. And dumpy as can be. And he went and bought a house for like, what, nine grand?
0: Yeah, he was buying them up. Yeah,
1: he bought a freaking house for nine grand. And basically, he had all these people coming in, these workers coming in to clear the house of all the crap that was in it. And then he's going to start fixing it up. So, he goes out the night before, probably here, on a complete bender. And he realizes that the workers are going to be there in, like, ten minutes. So he gets up, goes a couple doors down into the house, and decides to just do a walkthrough to make sure that he doesn't want anything from the house. And in some little corner he finds, I don't know, a piece of furniture or something, I don't know, and he moves it, and I don't know if there's, like, a piece of brick or something that's loose or wood or something, and he moves it, and it's a paper bag full of, like... $30,000. No, I don't think it was that much. Or something.
0: Yeah.
1: And he was just like, he took it, of course, paid for the house, and made a profit that day.
0: Well, I can tell a story. It, it wasn't that big. I think it was more like 10 or 15. But, um, Tobin and I, uh, when we got back from New York, this would have been about 1980, 81, I was looking in for a place I had a few bucks from you know, when uh, Indy sold the house in Marin County. So I had a few bucks, and I'm looking to see. What, what did I get a cheap condo for or something like that? I look and I see in the paper, there's a, I thought it was a misprint. It said one-bedroom um, co-op in Rogers Park, right behind the Heartland Cafe, as it turns out. No, do, all do, right. do, so do. in the
1: 80s, what... What did a co-op mean? Did
0: you have well, co-ops are different. Co-ops right. have much are much stricter. The boards, they're cheap, they're less expensive, but there's way more bullshit involved in co-ops.
1: Like, what's the what was the what was the deal with that particular one?
0: Um, just that some vicious old hag was like the president of the co-op board, and they were old, stodgy, creepy people for the most part that lived there. And um, and it was not really kept up. It's funny, uh, Katie. You know Katie from Heartland. She she lives in that building now. But anyway, I it said 13500 thirteen thousand five hundred thirteen, maybe just thirteen grand. I went, they can't. They can So I call the realtor. I says I'm calling about the. Co op for 13,000, you know, because it was only a couple blocks from the lake. Yeah. it's And it's right by the. But Rogers
1: Park in the 80s was also. Well, in yeah.
0: Rogers, when we first moved in, it was very Jewish. Morse Avenue had all these great delicate. I mean, it was really kind of nice, but within about a year or two, um, sec- they started sectionating it, and all of a sudden you hear the old people screaming, My purse, piper. my Because
1: I lived up in Rogers Park in like 90- Where? 90. Where? On Morrison Ridge.
0: Yeah, well, that's west.
1: But it was still sort of like it was it was blue collar. But yeah, the minute I would take the uh, take walk to take the Morse L, yeah. it was so scary.
0: No, it, well, that was yes. It got but that when we first moved in, it wasn't. It wasn't that was that the bad. early '90s. Yeah, well, this was the early '80s. So anyway, um, they said yeah. So I go down there and look. Oh, holy fuck! You know, it had a sun porch, a big big sun porch. All the rooms were big, and. Um, Thirteen grand, and the, and the assessment was 120 bucks a month. I mean, that's all. It was like yeah. living for free. So I had the cash, but I couldn't put up my name. So I said, "Well, I'm buying. You know, my, this is my for my parents because I know, you know, I can't. I they never. I never get through their board. So anyway, we we buy the. They they, they contact me and say, the next 30 people that saw it all wanted the co-op. I mean, they all wanted. it. But it turns out the family it was the, um, the old woman that uh, had to be put in a home by her family. Her husband was an artist named Nyholm, and um, he was a Swedish artist, and he was a friend with another famous famous Swedish artist named Bridger Sandzen. So anyway, I tried to make a long story short. But we, the only thing that was delaying the, the moving in was all, it was all furnished. And so I contacted the, the family, and they said, uh, well, we have to find somebody to buy the furniture. So I said, well, what do you want for the furniture? 200 bucks. I said, done. And some of it was pretty good. I mean, so Toby goes around starts lift, lifting up brass lamps. and huh, there's 60 bucks here. Lifts up another brass lamp. Holy Christ, here's 80 bucks Then she looks in the, the icebox I can't believe it There's like 200 bucks here So we start wildly looking around at everything. <laughs> Every time you open something Now, the woman was a seamstress And they'd throw all the clothes out in the alley I wonder what she might have sold yeah, they should. So, so I, I look under the dining room table And there's a purse I went, oh boy, this could be the good one So it was about 10 grand in the purse I mean, before you know we We... We paid for the place, uh, you know, in just about two hours. Wow. And um, then...
1: That doesn't happen anymore. We were
0: looking in the Christmas ornaments. I find out all these signed lithographs by uh, Berger Sands. And so I I check it. I go right across. I rush down to, to the library and look them up. And so... And then it turns out now well, my my cousin knew about this. There was a gay, two gay guys living there. They'd gone into our storage locker and got a Berger Sands and oil painting out of the storage locker, which would be worth about forty five fifty. And then it's probably worth a hundred now. And um, yeah, so that was that was. Sometimes you get lucky with these eccentric situations.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, I think that's a thing in the past.
0: No, I'm sure there's still people. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you. Um, what's his name? Um, what was the famous um, uh, Bill Graham? Remember the Winterland and all the music scene in San Francisco. Uh, all those famous. Uh, he was the big impresario. He he uh, he he, um, he had almost control over all the Jefferson Airplane, and all those people, all the concerts and stuff like that, and all the. Can't groups. believe you know the
1: name of the bands.
0: Well, I do, I do, because, um, well, Eugene was going with Grace uh, Slick's daughter for quite a while. Oh, yeah. So I got to know that China. Plus, I, yeah. So anyway, uh, Graham owned a place over in the Mission District. Or no, the, over in the, uh, yeah, no, the, no not, not the Mission, over in the Fillmore, a couple blocks from where I used to drink. And um, so he had a place... So he gets killed, and everybody hates his fucking guts. I remember he fucked Boz really good. Boz started doing a New Year's Eve concert every year in the Oakland Auditorium. And it became a big deal. So Graham goes behind Boz's back and leases it for the next 20 years, freezing Boz oh, wow. out. Wow, yeah, what the a potest- dick. No, he was a total dick. I mean, he just fucked everybody in his path. So he gets, I believe he got killed killed in a plane crash. I know it was a huge celebration. But anyway, his retired family um, sells all his shit, and um, they sell his office building. He had this nice office building. They go down to the basement. The the family never even went down there and looked videos of all the famous uh, the, the posters the sure. stuff there was millions of millions of dollars worth of collectible stuff in this basement that they didn't even bother with so I mean you you just never know
1: you just never know you never know um so speaking of concerts <clears throat> I had a really good concert weekend it was do we very, have some bubble gum to pass very around? Very firmly rooted, very firmly rooted in the 70s, which I loved. So uh, after the barbecue, I went to see ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, which know a lot of their songs, but let me tell you, I'd never seen them in concert before. And while. What are they called? ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, does
0: that sound good?
1: It's Jeff Lynn. He's oh. Anyway, Any
0: relation to Paul then?
1: Okay, so I'm just going to talk I'm going to direct my conversation to, m- to my left To uh, Ruth and, and Jordan Who actually have some musical tastes um, So, while I understood That the name of the band Was Electric Light Orchestra Never did I anticipate That it would be incredibly electric Full of so many lights Or goddamn orchestra Because it was probably one of the best concerts I have ever seen Like the laser light show, the video show The band was tight as can be Uh, Jeff Lynn's vocals were amazing And it was literally like listening to any sort of digital version of their song
0: Could you sing one of their songs? Could you sing one of their songs? You
1: don't want to hear me sing Oh, I
0: can't wait I'd love to sing a few lines from one of their your favorite. No, but songs. you know what I'll
1: do is what I like. What I do best is I'll find something on YouTube and play it into no, the mic. No. no. Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna do that. No. So, so I was really impressed by the fact that this guy is. Pro- so I, I, I like their music first of all, but then Jeff Lynn had a very strong connection with George Harrison, who of course is. Oh
0: wow, that's exciting! A big,
1: Yeah, so he actually played. So George Harrison's son, Danny, opened for them. Oh
0: and boy. then uh, wow. they
1: played a traveling Wilbury song and then Danny Harrison Came on stage and played it and did his dad's part So it was actually really freaking cool Wow um, Actually what I'll do Is I often like to take Videos at the concerts So I can relive the moments
0: so You can put them after. on our new um, Podcast uh, website Or Facebook page Oh wow This is a toe tapper Alright
1: that's not it That was that I was the, think the concert
0: From Sunday night Hang on I, I think you have to Play a real. All right Come on Please It's not for you Bruce No it's, it sucks It's pure unadulterated shit Oh clapping I Hand clapping Oh that always Does it for me Come on Quit it It's not
1: for you It's for the fans This
0: is, this is illegal What you're doing Right
1: <laughs> So you wanted a song? I just fu- played you a fucking song.
0: Oh, it's just I couldn't. My hands, Lee, my hands were, like, were clapping too.
1: You're slightly schizophrenic sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, amazing, amazing oh, it concert. Amazing, and yeah. then the next night. Who did, who did you go with? Oh, my sister and my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, I went to the Chicago theater to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh. And that was some serious funk. Are they, they, they were so good. Are they
0: like 80 or 90? Yeah, They would all know.
1: But let me tell you, again, these geriatrics on stage moving like I have never seen and just so into it and like, you know, just so good together and they had all, like, there were probably like 12 people on stage at least, different little like music, like one area was drums and another area is a different kind of drum and then a horn section and it was just funky as can be. Oh, so man, good. does
0: it sound good.
1: It was so good. Wow. So I had a nice 70s uh, weekend of music. Yeah, well, that explains
0: why you don't get anything done. It, it no, is. that's part of my mental it, health. Exactly. It music, your classical music does wonders for your soul. Yeah, I wake up and, and listen to the
1: classical. But
0: and your music makes you want to vomit. No, I'm,
1: no. Rock and roll is... On Friday, I had to do a I had to do a private tour on a private boat, and after uh, I got done, I stayed. We dropped everybody off along the river, and then I stayed on, and we had to return the boat like toward Chinatown, and it was gorgeous. It was sunset, and I had a bottle of wine. And it was me and the captain and one of the crew members, and literally all we did, you'd appreciate this, all we did was crank the classical music. And cruising down the river at sunset to classical music was pretty spectacular. Oh, that sounds beautiful.
0: Did you have to Maybe put Maybe I'll invite
1: up? you sometime. Did you
0: have to put out?
1: Maybe I'll invite you, Ruth, sometime since you don't ask the dumb questions. What'd you do this weekend?
0: Um. Put out? I put up oh, yeah. big time, yeah. Oh,
1: Lord. Okay, forget that question. <laughs> what else did you do besides... I went uh, to,
0: I went to uh, Gunter's. Yeah, we
1: covered that already. What else did you do? Played
0: golf. Oh, wait. No, we did something before. Oh, we, I went to Buckhouse Square. Oh, yeah. Rick, right. Rick Hogan was hosting. Good. And then I went to... It. Now, I somebody told me that there was a special section with large print, but I was looking for Jane... <laughs> so you could read it? Uh, yeah. I need big... I, I'm not buying little print. I've got the, the complete works of Jane Austen at home, but it's all tiny, tiny, tiny. And uh, so I was, I'm, when you're at something like that at the book, because across the street at the Newberry Library they had their annual book sale. And they got great, great stuff. I wrote a blog about why you just can't buy. You know, I buy, don't buy anything I don't think I'll read the next year, given mm-hmm. given my uh, age. But um, it was it was. Warm and oh I dropped Ruth off. Her son's truck. It was selling donuts.
1: I gotta I try think. one of these donuts. I hear good things about the donuts. No, they're
0: good. He's, he's got a whole bunch of these donut trucks. Do- What's the, let's and donut. give you,
1: let's give your son a plug. What's the name of his donut truck?
0: Beavers Coffee and Donuts.
1: Beavers. It's perfect Beavers, the, Yeah. That's perfect for this place.
0: Yeah. Beavers.
1: Where does does he have? Does he, does he park his truck in a specific location? Well, he's got no, a bunch. He's got he a
0: moved. bunch of trucks. They're oh, he does. The city. Yeah. And the laws are—they're really discriminatory. In New York, I mean, they really encourage that stuff. Here, they yeah. do everything to f- they can yeah. to fuck them up about where they're So, they does come he part.
1: have like a, a kitchen no, I mean, space where he makes the donuts and he sends yeah. them out?
0: Uh, no, he makes them on the truck. Oh
1: shit! Yeah, really? They're fresh. So
0: fresh. Yeah. I mean.
1: Let's you, get him in here sometime to put the, the, the beaver donut truck outside of the ale house.
0: Yeah, that's... And he and, and would it, make a
1: killing at, like, fucking 2 a.m., let me but, tell you.
0: But you cannot have a truck within 200 feet of a brick-and-mortar food establishment. In New York, you could park one right outside. I mean, yeah. it's bullshit. All right, so we'll so, put them
1: over on the corner of, like, Waveland and Schiller or something.
0: Well, who's going over to Waveland and Schiller? For yeah. a
1: donut? I would. Um... Or not Waveland, sorry, Wheeland. Wheeland and Schiller. way
0: down the street. Uh,
1: he, I, when we, he, it's a five minute walk. You wouldn't walk five minutes for a really good donut? No. no
0: what in the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> when you walk in New York, every every 20 feet there's a truck. <laughs> we no, were... Go Girl and I were in here like two weeks ago.
1: And we were, you know, had a few pops and were a little tipsy. And she loves her ice cream. She's like you, they're sweets. And she's like, oh, I really want Jenny's ice cream. I really want Jenny's ice cream. And I was like, well, go get Jenny's ice cream. We'll get it on the way home. So we're we're going to take a walk. And I was like, Google, find out what time they close. And she's like, they close at 10. And she looked at her watch. I looked at my watch. It was 9.50. She looked at me, and I looked at her. And I was like, you better run. <laughs> so she's like, OK, just meet me there. I'm like, I'll finish my beer, and I'll meet you there. So literally, I've never seen her move so fast. She grabbed her bag. And I was just watching, look at I was looking out the window, and she was just running.
0: Where's the <laughs> ice cream store?
1: Right next to Old Jerusalem. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> she was running to her ice cream, and then when I got there, I told her to get me a small scoop. And then when I got there, she's outside the door, the door was closed already to the ice cream shop, but she's out in the front bench holding two scoops of ice cream and, and licking each because it was melting <laughs> people were walking by well, looking yeah, at her it was real hot. people were walking yeah, by looking at her going you go girl, you do you you do you double fisting the ice cream it was hilarious but anyway, I am shocked that you would not walk five blocks to get a donut, or five minutes what would motivate you to, to walk five minutes, what would you do go to is there a food item, a food uh. stuff there's nothing that drives you that much.
0: Yeah, free lobster. I'd be. I, I would. No.
1: Why does it have to be free? Well,
0: because that would motivate me.
1: But having a lobster truck down the street wouldn't it be enough.
0: If I had to pay. 40 like a lobster do- roll. If I had to pay. 40 no, ten bucks for a lobster
1: roll. Yes. Would you do it?
0: If I, I wouldn't go way out of my way, but yes. Anything else? Really? I walk, I mean, when they have that naked bike ride, I walk over to watch that.
1: (laughs) I'm talking about food, not nudity. Well, I'm just
0: talking about stuff you walk over what Jordan,
1: what would do it for you? Nothing? Come on, everybody. It's got to be something. Remember when you were kids and the goddamn ice cream bell would... Ring yep. in the truck and you were outside and you chased the stupid yeah. truck. Good humor I'm from a small town. You we didn't, didn't have, have that. have
0: an ice cream truck. Oh, no. we didn't, did, do we? Oh, oh
1: you, look. you too, Jordan? Oh my gosh, you poor things. That's like a highlight of my childhood. Is waiting for that ding, 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 ding. Oh, that was serious business. If I, if you ever have a chance to see uh, Eddie Murphy, I think it's Delirious. He has a whole skit on chasing the ice cream truck and it's hilarious. I think it's Delirious. Maybe it's Raw. I don't remember. But one of those. It's so funny. Because he talks about what that means to to actually chase the ice cream truck. And
0: <laughs> Who, who's, who's the guy that plays Trump on Saturday Night Live? Alec Baldwin? Yeah, his brother. His brother is in a movie. Steven I'd, or... Uh, I think... Um, huh?
1: Billy? Yeah, there's a couple. There's several. Well, Some there's of one brother. of them
0: was a Nazi, too. One of them became a fucking Nazi. Uh, there's three brothers. But... um. Or maybe Stevens the Nazi. I forget which. But I think it was Billy. But I think Steve Buscemi was... it. But there was an ice cream truck. I think Buscemi drove the ice cream truck. It was, Steve Buscemi did? <laughs> that's funny yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really funny. I forget the um, name of the movie.
1: I know you don't watch it, Bruce. And maybe you should watch it. I don't know if you'll find it funny. I like it. And I'm, I don't know, Jordan, you'd be more likely to watch it. But... Jerry Seinfeld has a Netflix series called uh, uh, Coffee Coffee with Comics comics and Cars. I watch
0: watch one. I watch the one with Eddie Murphy.
1: uh, Uh, There's one with Alec Baldwin that I think you'd like. Yeah. And I always love how He's an
0: interesting guy. I mean, he's kind of nuts because he's always punching out reporters and... (laughs) Paparazzi stuff I feel like you
1: guys Would be really good friends Actually
0: Well I am, I have no problem Punching the shit out Of a paparazzi I know you don't.
1: He's very outspoken And he's very smart And he's very funny And that episode It made me like Really kind of is it Trump, I don't know, is Trump it. is good
0: You know that cartoon That they have on Showtime That uh, Stephen Colbert Is one of the producers It would be Some of them are really good cartoon there's a call Something a Mr. President Or something like that oh. And the art artist is really good But the guy who does The voice for Trump Is horrible And now they, Terrific Ivanka And some of them Are right on The boys They got those two Freak show Sons of his I mean they have just Oh my god Yeah you just Want to take a gun And start shooting it Through the screen But um it, it, yeah, you gotta have the voices right. You gotta have the voices I agree. right. I agree. And, Trump, and Trump's voice, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I don't, it's like uh, Homer Simpson's voice. I mean, it's, it's not the right voice.
1: Uh, Alec Baldwin is a good Trump, though, for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: he does. Um, anyway, I like that, about that show, too. It, it, t- it took a minute to grow on me, but I do like how Jerry Seinfeld picks the cars according to the guest. Um, and, you know, I kind of watch the ones where I'm more interested in the particular guest. But it's pretty good. should maybe give it another whirl.
0: Well, if I'm bored, I'll I'll, I'll give it a
1: shot. I'm also a little bit nervous to suggest shows to you because you don't sit there and and take a minute to check them out. Bullshit.
0: Bullshit. I watched... um,
1: How many episodes of uh, 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 Gentleman Jack did you watch?
0: I didn't watch any. Who's in that? What's that?
1: That's the Victorian era one about the lesbians.
0: No, I didn't see any of those.
1: Watch it. I think you like it. I, I it watched... T- don't just watch of, one episode and House give up. House of
0: Cards, that's all those. That one about uh, Missouri. Missouri? Yeah. What is it? Ozark? Oh, oh, yeah, that
1: yeah. was good.
0: I watched that. I like that. And Miss, Mrs. Mizell. Everything about Mrs. Myzel was good except for her comedy routine. But everything Did else was Did you watch good. all of it? Well, it's, is it's there, was
1: it one or two seasons? See,
0: well, no, they've got more. See, we don't see. Oh, and that one, the, uh, what's his name? I've got him painted up there. The Canadian guy. He, he does this where they're living in a hotel. Oh my motel. God, Eugene Levy. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. That, his That show is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. but
0: but see that I, I I'm, I'm I'm trying in the future. I want them all done so I don't have to wait a season. You know. Yeah, I understand that. That annoys me.
1: that annoys me too. Um, Jordan, did you watch uh, Big Little Lies for the next season?
0: No. No, what's That's this so one good. called? Big
1: Little Lies. And, and what's that on? HBO. You have it. We saw the first episode. It was entitled "Somebody Dies." Oh
0: like, yeah, we never saw it. What the fuck
1: happen? is going on here? It's okay. You gotta again. It's one of those things. Just give it a couple episodes. It's so good. All
0: right. Well, i will we'll, give it a try. How do you do that though with HBO?
1: You can do it on your TV.
0: I know how. You do know how? Right. It's so good. It's such a good now, show. That, that station you got us hooked up to with all that. Pandora? Now, yeah, now I can't watch Channel 2. And that's what has the golf Wait, on it right
1: what? now. Pandora yeah. is on your computer.
0: Well, no, I'm what talking station? about TV so I can see Netflix and all that shit. It's on my TV.
1: Yeah, you have the, like the, you have a smart TV. We got you a smart TV, so you get all the apps yeah, well, on the now TV. the
0: smart TV is so smart that CBS told him to go fuck himself, and I can't watch CBS. No, so that's, I, that's AT&T cable. So yes. I had to watch the golf on my laptop. But I give them credit for that, for
1: figuring out how to do that. Yeah, that's actually well, a major except, feat.
0: Except all of a sudden it would just go static for 10 minutes. I'm missing all the excitement. Now I'm just pissed at you. Wait. I'm blaming you.
1: What's the excitement in golf?
0: You wouldn't understand. It's the Masters or the Federal Express. Is that the one where they they get a funny little
1: jacket if they win? I don't.
0: No, no, no. no. But...
1: Instead of a trophy, weirdest, they get close,
0: right? Names. It's the only sport... I mean, I used to be... I retired from it at the NBA. That was... Nobody watched more NBA than I did. When Michael Jordan retired, I retired from them. I watched the Bears. I don't Basketball watch any not other football. to
1: me whatsoever.
0: Well, yeah, you're... Um, you know, you, you would be a tall midget. <laughs> so, obviously... That's not the reason
1: it's not interesting, but okay.
0: Yeah. And then football, I'm mean, just... Yeah, First of all, big time sports is, you read the sports pages, it's more about who makes how much money, contracts, this shit annoys me. And um, like hockey, come on, that's a Canadian cult sport. <laughs> and um, I mean, soccer, come on, it's two to one, that's exciting. But I like soccer. But golf, and, and my best sport, the, the sport that it turns out I was ironically best at was um, golf.
1: So. I just my thing with golf is I can still listen. Play. I understand I'm the sportsmanship. I'm
0: 79 and I just shot my age against. Well, yeah, today.
1: because there's not really much to it. All you do is swing this baton. Yeah, and walk. I can't wait.
0: Well, you know what? We could do a video of you saying there's not much to this. Then count I'm and see saying, if you could break you 200. You don't have
1: to get your heart rate up to make it be a successful golfer. Is all I'm saying.
0: Oh really? Do you, do you know anything about pressure?
1: Yeah, it's different. There's no cardiovascular situation happening.
0: Oh, when I got the yips, when I was... Uh, the what? My, that sounds
1: like a sexually transmitted got, disease. Uh, the, the yips? It's worse. What's the yips?
0: The yips is when you stand over a little short putt, you stay, start hyperventilating, and you can't breathe. <laughs> and then your eye you start seeing triple, and your knees start shaking.
1: That's the yips.
0: That's the yips. When, we, when I, when, then, when I then, go
1: golfing with you on Thursday, I want a reenactment.
0: Well, I could reenact. <laughs> I'm going to video yeah.
1: it, and I'm going to post it on our Facebook fan page.
0: Oh, I get, the first time it ever happened to me was in the Chicago City Amateur, and I was on the 17th. Describe the scene. I was right up there. The be, uh, I, I was playing with the leader, Norman Greenfield. who is was a very good hustler, tremendous putter. And I was hitting the ball beautiful. Oh, that was my deal. I could hit the ball good, but it was always a shaky putter. And uh, so as I hit the ball real tight on the 16th hole at Jefferson Park, as I'm walking towards my ball, I'm about four feet from the pin. I think if I knock this in, I tie Grant Greenfield. And all of a sudden, I've started feeling this thing in my chest, and then it went into my stomach. What's the describe the thing? It was like. um, Worse than having a heart attack. I've never had one. So... Back on wood. And then I've Just things get tight? I was having, Yes, I was having trouble breathing. And so I got up, and I stood over the little putt, and as I tried to stroke it, you just keep <laughs> it your sounds head Sounds like down,
1: a... Is this a golf or a porn It's a golf show. All of a sudden... Le- you walk to the pin, you got the yips. I he
0: leaped, strokes it. I leap. His
1: chest gets tight.
0: Shut your fucking mouth. What else is mouth? getting tight? Shut your fucking mouth for a second. and I'll tell you what happened. So I went up to stroke the putt. I jumped so high in the air, I whiffed. And then. I thought only women did that. Oh, then God. I I tried to pull myself together. Everybody, I looked around at my fellow. There were some people following us. There was about twelve people following us too. Plus, Norm and everybody's eyes were like really wide. You know, like what the fuck was that? Guy just jumped in the air and whiffed a putt, a little tiny putt. Then I stroked the putt. That's so I knocked ridiculous. the fucking putt off the goddamn green, all the way over <laughs> the green. Now everybody's like. Oh, yeah. and uh, the kid cadding for me, the kid's name was Robert, nice black kid. He was oh, oh, like yo, know, he's like, What the fuck? So I went down I knocked a wedge up about two inches from the hole. I didn't have any yips on that. <laughs> Tapped it in. Then
1: another round of yips on
0: you? Oh, and then it started. I never knew what would happen. Never. It happened to Sam Snee. Why
1: why did you uh why do you get so uh pea shy at the Putting put green
0: See, You wouldn't understand See, you, is this,
1: Why do you put so much pressure on yourself
0: Well that's the, the, That's, that's the, mental Well,
1: You gotta improve your mental game sir
0: There's no question it's mental I mean everybody knows it's mental Sam Sneed, who was the greatest golfer that ever lived And he was competitive up in, into his six, Early 60's He had to end up putting Cause he got the hip so bad He had to take a putter and hold it about three inches off the fucking ground. <laughs> oh, my God. And then putt with his shoulders.
1: Wait, can some I ask guys, you a question? Some
0: guys have to putt with their eyes closed. Are there
1: any rules about the kind of equipment you can use? Oh, Like, if all, you all wanted to go no. and putt with a putter that was, say, 12 inches long.
0: Oh, you could do that. You could. Yeah. But now they have a new rule. They can't have a club longer than 45 inches
1: why? What's, what does that do for you? What does the length do?
0: Well, in in theory, um, some of these guys who are using these long drivers hit the, they could hit the ball farther, but uh, so
1: the longer well, it the depends. club, it's the farther the, it can go. The longer
0: the club, the harder it is to control.
1: You know what they say about guys with long clubs?
0: Um, well, that's why I they quit, have long clubs. They, they that's why. I, <laughs> that's why I quit track and field. Because I was a pole vaulter in high school, and, and your I, pole kept getting stuck. No, but I realized after I read Freud what the pole represented, and then running, oh and then what running down the 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 approach runway, sticking, inserting the pole into the planter's box, then soaring up in the air, and then coming down with a horrible crash.
1: Well, a, I that clearly did not teach you your lesson because you ended up putting that pole in lots of holes.
0: Yes, by quick track.
1: <laughs> um, wait, is is yips a technical word, Jordan? Do you have you heard yes, of this? Yes,
0: yips is a technical
1: yips, word. The yips, really? <laughs> so, like, if you look up golf glossary. Oh.
0: Oh, really? It's not just golf. There was a second baseman for the Yankees, or I think it was the Yankees. who couldn't throw to second. Second baseman couldn't throw to first base. Now your guy on the Cubs, yeah. What's the pitcher? He he can't throw to first. first base. Yeah, he has to run over and hand it to the first base. That's basement. so
1: ridiculous. So he that's can a, throw. He can pitch so to the plate. So that's a case of the yips, right there. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. I never knew this term. I'm trying to think if I ever got the yips.
0: Well, you've never done anything that would require uh, skill or pressure.
1: Well, no. I, I mean, I played uh, sports. I played soccer. I played softball. I've been in front of, uh, standing in front of a room of hundreds of people, talking, lecturing.
0: Well, see, here's the thing. I'm I, Trying to
1: think of when I may have gotten the yips.
0: I, I've succumbed to pressure all my life. Like I was in, I remember in my book, uh, California Jailbreak. Oh no, that was a portrait of the genius of a young man. Um, going out to Harding Park in San Francisco and thinking I could support myself And, and Patty Waite um, hustling golf. And I had this key putt at, at Harding Park about I don't know, five, six feet. I would have won about four or five hundred bucks. And you I fucked d- it up? I didn't even hit the hole.
1: Oh my God. That sucks. You probably could be a millionaire right now if you didn't have a case of the yips every time.
0: Well, yeah, I think that's a good you, you know way of what? looking at it. You know
1: what? You ended up fuck your, You fucked yourself lots of times.
0: Yeah, but you know what I think the problem was? That I'm so smart. that I, And it's much easier to be a good golfer if you're stupid and, you're, and nothing really. This guy Brooks Kepka is terrific. But I don't think he even thinks about anything. I think he just goes out there and just plays. I think about everything. I think about every horrible thing that's ever happened to me. I think about. I think about is that bird to making making too much noise two fairways over? Did that leaf just drop? Did it almost hit me?
1: That's not very genius-like.
0: No, it's not. But you know what? That's when trouble when you have a highly developed central nervous system. That's a real negative. Okay, it's well,
1: negative. I can't. Uh, I can't wait for you to reenact this for me because I definitely want to. See a situation. Oh, I can reenact it. I know. Please film it. I'm, I will, and I'm going to post it.
0: It would be interesting because you got to remember, I gambled my whole life. Yeah. Ever since I was a kid. So, pressure. I mean, when Trevino, when Trevino won the U.S. Open, they said, "How did you handle the pressure?" He says, "Are you kidding? Can you imagine playing in in San Antonio or wherever the fuck he played?" He said, "You got an eight eight hill uh, eight foot side hill putt." For a hundred dollars, and you only got twenty bucks in your pocket, and every guy in the group has got a gun. I—I'll tell you one funny story. I about um, my golf hosting. When Toby and I were in Sarasota, up until Gracie was born, we used to go down to Sarasota every we winter. I used to gamble on the Bobby Jones Municipal Golf Course. I did pretty—yeah, I make a couple hundred bucks a week, but not big, not high stakes gambling. You know, you want to out there. There's plenty of good. More than enough good players, but yeah, if people were good enough, you could make a few bucks. So this big hillbilly kid, he had he had um, Mississippian license plates. He comes out to join us, and so he, he beats He was he was good. He beat me by, for about forty bucks on the um, first time he played. So the second day, I beat him on twenty-five thirty. So we get in the parking lot, and everybody's paying everybody. He's just kind of getting in his car. He says, hey, man. He said, I'll take care of you tomorrow. I says, oh, no, no, no. you take care of me now. He was about 6'3". Gangly, fucking uh, piece of shit, hillbilly scum type guy. So I said, no, no, man. you you pay me now. He says, don't worry about it, asshole. He's going to stick you so hard. I I, I I sucker punch him, right in the fucking mouth. Really? What, what do you mean really? What, what am I supposed to do? Just let him get in his car and drive away? But here's the problem: I still got the scar. <laughs> One of his big canine fucking fangs oh, stuck God. stuck in my knuckle, front tooth, big, great big ugly tooth. So. I tried pulling it with my, you know, now I hurt. Like, yo, know, he jumps in his car and takes off. Never did pay me, but now I got this big tooth sticking in to my goddamn uh, <laughs> knuckle. Gross. And um, so I go back to we were staying in this really divey little dump over by uh, Payne Park, the where the socks played. And um, so she was working at the Brown Derby at the time. So she was getting ready for work. I was going to drive her to work. But I said, hey, I can't pull this. Take
1: this tooth out of my hand?
0: So she takes. Gross. Pl- she takes a pair of pliers.
1: Wait, it was that embedded?
0: I-, I couldn't get the fucking thing out. Yeah. Was it
1: stuck in a bone or something?
0: It was stuck in my knuckle, like right, right here. That's disgusting. Well, it doesn't look good, I'll tell you that. you got a big, ugly tooth sticking out of your <laughs> so So, So, now Toby takes pliers, but she does a horrible job. because <laughs> Because it snaps off while she's pulling the oh fucking tooth. Well, if you've ever had a human bite, by the time she got home from work, my fucking hand it was as big as St. Michael's Church.
1: See, this is the difference. You just said if you've ever had a human bite. I'm going to go with most people have never been bitten. Oh, I've never been bitten by bullshit. human. Jordan? R- Ruth? No, I can... Could- who bit you? Besides your children? No, fuck that. That doesn't count. I'm talking about as adults. Has, has an adult ever bitten you?
0: Well, I've bitten probably I have. A, a hundred people myself. And, you're, kind of, and, you're an and, animal. That's why. And, and so anyway,
1: Neanderthal.
0: Toby's got to take me to the Sarasota hospital because my fucking hands just all fucked up. So they're scraping around, scraping around. These are not the. This is not the Mayo fucking clinic. I'll tell you that. So, anyway, they give me antibiotics, but they got this big ass fucking cop following me around like I, they don't think I'm gonna pay, which I have no intention of yeah, paying. I was gonna
1: say, here's a stupid shit. You're in the goddamn hospital because someone wasn't gonna pay you. And
0: The hospital is corporation Oh
1: my god okay. You see the irony in all of this No I
0: don't see the irony But anyway So I told Toby to get out uh, Get the motor get, get in the car Get get it running and So I led the guy all around And then I, I made a sprint for it So you didn't car.
1: pay oh. What a jackass People like you make shit more expensive For
0: decent oh. citizens Well the next time I go over and take a bus trip In Scotland I'm not going to mention your name
1: that's completely oh, different Oh that's that completely,
0: completely, completely different, different. Okay.
1: That is completely different All right. How we, doing <sighs> we should probably wrap this up Because I'm exhausted And you're exhausting me I'm just
0: warming up I know
1: um, No we want to keep the fans on their toes the, the seven that are out there Don't you think?
0: No, I I I believe in pampering our fans. They've been loyal. Yeah, you
1: called them. You started out the show by calling them all motherfuckers. The
0: whiners. The whiners.
1: You're, Uh uh-huh. Um, I actually. Uh, what's the date today? Today is the thirtieth of July. Um, we might have a special guest next week. Very special. Not gonna say who.
0: I just want I'm not
1: going to say when
0: I just want you to promise me If it's a hot female That she will not put moves on me Because I am just getting tired Of being a a sex object.
1: I will make sure That we have a very serious conversation Before entering the ale house Make her wear a burka (laughs) I'll, uh, I'll make sure she has Like a winter coat on or something
0: no, don't do that. Yeah. I, mean, I want, I want to be comfortable.
1: <laughs> um. So fingers crossed that she's available. She'll be in town for something she's doing for me, with me, and I'm doing for her. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'll say that. I'll say who it is because. Yeah, because Kogan, Rick Kogan, is writing a story on her. So my good friend Karen Abbott. Um. Uh, is an author historian and she writes some really fantastic novels where she
0: come where she Uh,
1: I think she's from uh, Pennsylvania but she lives in New York City so I met Karen because she wrote a really fantastic book called Sit in the Second City Which is about the most famous uh, and most high-end elite brothel that existed in Chicago in the 1890s. The Everly Sisters. Sisters. I
0: always, I got an idea for. Oh, I have to discuss that with her. Yeah,
1: she wrote this book, and it's so riveting. And um, I met her because of the book, and I brought her to the History Museum to do a lecture. And um, it was one of those situations where we became friends because we just clicked, we connected, and we've been friends ever since. Gosh, I think it's like ten years now because that's how long *Sin in the Second City* has been out. And then she wrote a couple of other books, all rooted in history. She does this amazing research um, about these historic tales, and then tells them in her book. But the way she tells them are are so just like it's it's a story. It's It's someone telling you a story that is just like a real page turner. So she creates these great narratives. So her new book uh, is coming out um, next weekend called The Ghosts of Eden Park. And it's based on a true story about this man named George Remus who was a bootlegger. And um, he has his wife. And what ends up happening is his wife ends up falling in love with the federal agent who puts him away. And it results in murder and debacle and things. And so I can't wait to read this because Karen will undoubtedly... Actually, she goes by Abbott. Abbott will undoubtedly um, make this something that... I, I read most of her books in like three or four days because they're so engaging, they're so riveting. So um, Abbott is doing the official book release in Chicago with the Chicago Museum, because Abbott is also on our national advisory board. So the official book release happens um, next weekend, uh, August 9th. It's happening at Binney's in Lakeview. And here's the cool part. It's not just happening in the Binney's. The Binney's at Lakeview has underground catacombs, and the event is happening underground in these catacombs. So we're going to have drinks and uh, uh, books and things. And Anyway, so uh, Kogan Rick Cogan, who's a good friend of both of ours, is also friends with Abbott Because of same thing right? Of all of her books And so he's writing a piece On her new book uh, That's going to come out in, in this Sunday's Trib It'll be available online uh, Thursday So today when you guys are listening To this podcast uh, Google um, Kogan's uh, uh, column In the Trib And you'll be able to read About Abbott's book And then he's going to write About our event that we're doing um, But as long as Abbott She's got a tight uh, book tour schedule So as long as we can carve out some time for her Or she can carve out some time for us, I should say um, The day of our event Or the day before uh, She'll be a guest on our podcast she's, she's an awesome human So I'm excited for you to meet her Although I'm not really excited for you to her to meet you Only because you're probably going to stare
0: oh, Believe me I've been seeing hot bras my whole life You know just like the 22 Park street bus me
1: you wait 10 minutes another one comes by exactly. okay then anyway so uh, fingers crossed that we can make that happen and uh, otherwise come to our event on August 9th or otherwise buy her book The Ghost of Eden Park which comes out next week um, Ruth thank you so much for providing us with the beverage the beverages that we need to make this tolerable Jordan, thanks so much for being here and making it all happen uh, we don't have a show without you um, thank you all for listening as always I hope you missed us, I hope you're glad we're back genius oh yeah uh, yeah. Uh, back to that Facebook page make sure you like us on Facebook as the Alehouse Turns podcast uh, just google it um, genius, thank you for being here I know you're such a busy genius golfing and sleeping and no, painting and writing. Bra- By the my, way, you haven't moved the goddamn fucking painting yet. What painting? The new one is not on the main yeah. wall. And- no, it's over there. Yeah, it's a stupid place for it.
0: Well, whatever. Um, <coughs> I forget what I was going to say now. Dipshit.
1: You're the dipshit you can't remember.
0: So it's always hanging. I'll do another painting.
1: No, you got to move do, it. it. I
0: want to do one of Ivanka and Melania uh Doing each other with Trump watching background. Why? I fit why? It over there. why? Because it just appeals to me.
1: I would not like that painting at all. Yeah,
0: well, that's why I'm going to do it now. I know I'm motivated.
1: <laughs> Alrighty then. All right. Well, uh, genius, it's time for you to say goodnight, genius.
0: Goodnight, genius.
1: Thank you again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.